Before we jump into the episode today, I want to share something with you from my heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really can't tell you how much your support means to me. We've been doing the podcast now for almost four years. I can't even believe it. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that listens, shares an episode with your friends, sends me a DM or a text message letting me know how an episode resonated with you or any aha moments. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful to be able to create this podcast. It has been such a blessing in my life, and I love hearing the ways it's been able to provide value in yours as well. One thing you might not know is how much work it takes to be consistent with a podcast. In fact, did you know that the majority of podcasts don't make it past episode number 10? And we are well, 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 well beyond that. And it's just a lot thinking of the episodes, recording them, editing them, managing the guests, making sure that everything runs smoothly and gets uploaded consistently and regularly. And so that's why I have created an amazing opportunity for you to support the podcast monetarily. And in exchange for that, you will get exclusive premium subscriber content. So for as little as $3 a month, you can become a premium subscriber of the podcast. And every month I will upload new voice-guided workouts and breathwork meditation audio for you. So that way you can work out with me coaching you in your ears. You can also take a moment to reduce your stress and relax and come down and ground down with one of my breathwork audios. So if that is on your heart to support the podcast for as little as $3 a month to become a premium podcast subscriber, I can't tell you how much that means to me and the growth of this podcast. I appreciate you. If you're interested, Click the link in the description, become a premium podcast subscriber, new content every month, and while supplies last, I'll send you an exclusive podcast coffee mug so you can have your self-love and sweat coffee every morning. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Self-Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey friend, it's me, London Souza, online lifestyle transformation coach. I help people all over the world just like you who know they are meant for more, get their mind right and their body tight and go from crazy busy to crazy happy. And hey, if it's our first time meeting, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been with us for a while, it's so great that you're here too. I'm really excited to share this episode of the Self Love and Sweat podcast with you. I'm willing to bet you've heard of cleaning up your diet or the term clean eating as it refers to whole unprocessed nourishing foods without preservatives and added junk. But what about clean self-talk? 
It can be really easy, and for many of us, our default mode, right, to beat ourselves up during difficult seasons, like most of 2020. But I'm going to be real with you. The way you're talking to yourself might actually be the only thing that's holding you back from reaching your fitness, health, and life goals. It's about time that we show up, show up, you guys, as our own biggest cheerleader instead of the world's biggest critic. Okay, and here's how. I'm gonna give you today five tools for implementing clean self-talk. Number one, number one, own up to it. Cleaning up your self-talk requires ownership of what you've been telling yourself. So according to the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, author of Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and Becoming Supernatural, that's the doctor I also went to the meditation retreat with in Cancun. I posted a lot about that on social media. Uh, so that's the doctor. And, and according to his research and everything he's done over the last two decades, we have between 60 and 70,000 thoughts per day, and 90% of them are the same as yesterday. So how can we expect change in our lives if we're not doing the work to intentionally think about what we're thinking about? It doesn't happen overnight. It literally happens thought by thought. And I say that from experience, past and present, right? Thought by thought. When self-shaming thoughts come to mind, first acknowledge them, right? Like they're there, right? We can't just like Pretend like they're not there and push them away. Acknowledge them and dismiss them. And I say do that out loud. Like, you're not welcome here, right? Uh, Me and my best friend since I was two, um, her name's Allie. I post a lot of stuff on social media with her, some of the stuff when we're really little and really, really small, um, or when I go and visit her in LA sometimes. But her and I talk about this a lot, about like literally like the battlefield of the mind and combating those thoughts. And her and I um, will both, when we're having conversations or dialogues, like to ourselves, with ourselves, with each other and all those things, often say like, no, like no, (laughs) right? You are not welcome here and just N-O, no. So the more we catch our thoughts and reframe the thinking process and stop our inner judge, like it might not ever be that that goes away, right? But the faster that we can acknowledge it and dismiss it, like for me, that's a win, right? So we can condition ourselves for clean self-talk. So just like neurons fire and wire in our bodies to do a squat, neurons in our brain can learn to fire and wire to change our thought patterns. And I just think that's so beautiful. And that's my favorite one. (laughs) Number two. Start one phrase at a time. Take a moment and think about a phrase that you continuously say, perhaps even without realizing it. Now, it might be hard to think of something right off the top of your head, so let me help you a little bit. So what about like, I'm too tired to work out. Eating healthy is too expensive. Meal prepping takes too much time. That's going to be way too hard to fit into my schedule or figure out. Uh, I'm too old for that. I'm too young for that. I'm too anything for that, right? I'm so busy with work. I don't have any time for myself. These thoughts that we continually have are actually what's holding us back from getting where we want to be in life. Like, that's it. (laughs) It's us. It's in our heads, right? It's happening between our ears. So a couple of years ago, I decided to eliminate the word busy from my vocabulary. I'm just giving you an example in my life of like, yeah, something practical. And also just like, it's like a little thing. It's not like a big, you know, like a, you know. It makes a big difference, but it's not like I'm asking you to run a marathon, right? So 
I decided to eliminate the word busy from my vocabulary. I was always using, you know, like I was so busy and I let this excuse literally run my life. So I eventually decided one day, literally one day, to replace busy with full or abundant when talking to myself or others, just in general. So I felt so much better after a full or abundant day versus a busy day, right? Because busy just feels scattered and out of control and full and abundant just feels intentional. And I just, yeah, I didn't want crazy busy to really run me. And now it's so crazy because I, I I really rarely say busy and I really catch myself. It'll be like, I don't know, once every few months or so. And then I won't, I'll say usually it's to myself or when I may be like having a conversation with someone about like how someone might feel in their life, like the people that come to work with me, they're always feeling busy and da, 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 da. And so even when I say that like that, like not even referring to my own schedule, I kind of like feel this funny feeling inside of me that's kind of like, I don't know, my own personal like, nope, ain't nobody with that word. <laughs> um, and when other people say it, I just hear it so much more like loud and clear because it was something that I was super intentional and aware about in my own life. All right, number three for cleaning up your self-talk. Accept failure. Start looking at failure as a teacher instead of a problem you wish to avoid. We cannot avoid failure in life, but we can choose how we perceive it. And I love this quote that I heard one time from Trent Shelton. Um, He said, "Your uh, your perception can be your superpower or your prison. And I absolutely love that. So I know this can be challenging because oftentimes when we fail at something, we automatically default to like being a failure. Like we are a failure. I am a failure, right? But that's not true. So instead of labeling yourself, shift your thinking to like, I have learned that this way doesn't work for me. I am thankful for the opportunity to learn that there is another way. And these little shifts, friends, seriously, the compounding effect over time, major, major, major differences. Number four. Number four. And this one I think is like my favorite in terms of like, I don't know, the way that I absorb information, the way that I like my environment. So number, what did I say, four? Yeah, four. Four. Here we go. Um, Number four, put love notes to yourself on your mirror on a piece of paper or a sticky note, jot down specific things you love about yourself. So when done, place the notes as reminders on your mirror, whether it's in your bedroom, bathroom. I like bathroom mirror. You can put it in your car. Next time you find yourself looking in the mirror to criticize, read them. And quite frankly, like I like to have mine like all up on my mirror, like all up on my, you know, the background of my phone or just like places where I work and making sure that it's like right in front of me there. So it's like it's not even a matter of like waiting until you criticize yourself to read them. It's just like they're at the forefront of your mind and they're in places where you know that you're spending a lot of time and you want to cultivate um, these these new thoughts about yourself there and, and, and how you approach kind of your day to day. And so here's some examples of what mine say, just to give you um, some, yeah, just some like real life examples. And also it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a complete sentence. It doesn't have to be like anything other than what makes you, um, yeah, what, so what, what 
you know, kind of does it for you using language and verbiage and phrases and humor and whatever that you want in order to speak to you, right? So I have, I love that my thighs touch. I'm closer to becoming a mermaid because I remember when like the thigh gap was like a thing and I was just like, oh my goodness, I couldn't even have a thigh gap if I tried. And like, what are, who are we? SpongeBob? And I loved those memes where it's like the original thigh gap. It just made me die laughing. So I love that my thighs touch. I'm closer to becoming a mermaid. I love my Portuguese nose. I got it from my dad. And I love my feet that have allowed me to walk all over the world. So So these are just like things that you can look at and, you know, look at your physical body. If you're like brushing your teeth and looking down at your feet and being thankful for all the places it's taken you, they've taken you, Um, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and being thankful for, you know, just parts of ourselves that we can so easy or so easily rip apart or like let society tell us what is or isn't or should or shouldn't be. And it's just like. Oh, that's so exhausting. That's a weight vest you got to take off. So make these personal love notes part of your morning routine to supercharge your day or your bedtime routine to wind down. I recommend doing both. It only takes a couple of minutes. Okay, and the last one, five, practice until you believe it. It may feel weird and unfamiliar to talk nice to yourself if you're used to beating yourself up. And it may feel weird to look in the mirror and tell yourself, like, I love you, you're beautiful, but you have to do the work. And I had a VIP client that I worked with, and her mantra from the beginning, when we first started working together, six months, um, we worked together for six months, but in that beginning of the six months, she was like, uh, we were putting together her, you know, her her why, her mantra, like just really what she wanted to cultivate in this in this VIP one on one coaching we were doing together. And her phrase was, "I think I think healthy, I am healthy. I am healthy. I think healthy. I think healthy. I am healthy." Right. And that in the beginning was so weird for her. Like she said, she just felt so foreign, so uncomfortable, so ooey gooey, icky, weird, just saying that out loud. But she's like, oh my gosh, like now I think healthy. I feel healthy. Like I am healthy. Like I'm helping other people get healthy, right? She just is like showing up for that. So you have to do the work. And if you believe the things you're telling yourself now, like why can't you believe something different if you practice? You can, you can. You just have to practice and practice practicing and keep practicing, right? Keep making progress. So I have to remind you again, it doesn't happen overnight, but day by day, if you choose cheerleader over critic, you will always, always win. So here are those five. One more time, own up to it. Start one phrase at a time, accept failure. In fact, welcome it with open arms. Hello, learn from it. Put love notes to yourself on your mirror and practice until you believe it. Show up and do the work, friends. It's not going to do itself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person, and with your help, we can really spread the message of self love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza, reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat.